Ian Rappaport reporting, Daniel Hunter gets $5.6 million of this year's money due as a signing bonus, sources said. More importantly, there is a, now an $18 million roster bonus the fifth day of the league year in 2022, creating the decision for Minnesota. He'll either make $20 million or so next year, be released, or have a new deal. Welcome to another edition of Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, David Shelsky. You can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. Now, Daniil Hunter was born in St. Catherine, Jamaica. Hunter moved to the United States when he was 8 years old. Crazy story. He got signed up for youth football after a coach saw him playing tag with another boy who was trying to get away on roller skates. He was chasing a kid on roller skates. He got... (laughs) He got recruited to play flag football. That's an amazing story, and the rest is history. So let's talk a little bit about... I want to talk a little bit about Daniil Hunter so you can remember what had happened, what he, you know, what he was like as a college player, um, bring in the thought process of how he was drafted. So his college career, he attended LSU from 2012 to 2014, where he was a two-year starter at defensive end for the Tigers. He played in 38 games, 23 starts in three years, and started 23 straight games at defensive end. He opted to forego his final season at LSU and declared for the 2015 NFL Draft in January of 2015. He finished his college career with 142 tackles, 21 tackles for loss, four and a half sacks, eight pass breakups, seven quarterback curries, and two forced fumbles, including a touchdown, 25-yard fumble return. Now, so he left after his junior year. Just to give you an idea what it was, what he was like in college, you know, his freshman year he had zero sacks, his sophomore year three, his junior year 1.5. So we were looking at total tackles 142, defensive 73 his junior year, that's pretty good. Now, so four and a half sacks for three years of college football. And he, uh, and he enters the draft. Now, we drafted him. We drafted him in the third round. So, Hunter was selected by Minnesota Vikings in the third round, 2015 NFL draft with the 88th pick overall. The pick was part of a trade, actually, where the Vikings traded back in the third round. So we didn't trade up to get him. We traded back in the third round, giving up their 80th overall pick for their third and fifth rounders, 88th and 143rd overall to the Detroit Lions. So they got the 80th pick, or they gave up the 80th, and they got the 88th and the fifth round pick from the 143rd overall from the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions could have had Daniil Hunter. They traded up, let us have him at their spot. Who knows, maybe it wasn't a need. But this gives you an idea. They're, they're looking at a a player who had a lot of tackles. You know, it's tough to get a lot of tackles at the DM position. He's got 73, that's pretty good. But four and a half sacks in three years. Sorry for the coffin, still uh, rep- Still uh, recovering from COVID. I feel like i got to explain that if you're new to my listing and wondering why I stopped to take drinks of water. 
So I appreciate you bearing with me occasionally. But one and a half sack his senior year. We draft him in the third round. So Rick Spielman often mentioned that Zimmer had a type of player, you know, long arms, things like that, a height, a certain speed. Well, Daniil had all that in spades. In 2015, during the Combine, Hunter registered a time of 4.57 seconds in the 40-yard dash. (coughs) Sorry. That was the fastest time among defensive linemen. He also did 25 repetitions on the 225-pound bench press. That's not bad for a D-lineman. You may see some uh, D-tackles or offensive uh, linemen get in the... uh, in the 30s, but when you got long arms like Daniel Hunter, it's a little harder to bench press. So all he had all the intangibles. He had the speed, the size, the height, the length, everything. So just to give you an idea, his success in the NFL, it's well documented. He was the fast, youngest player to get 50 sacks in the season. A lot of big names. He uh. He passed up. He ended up getting uh, he ended up getting six sacks his rookie year. There was a story that they were playing him on the scout team, and he was playing in like a three-four defense for the you know because we we're facing that team a team that had a defense like that that week. <clears throat> he made an impression, and that's where Mike Zimmer talked to the coaches and said, hey, can we work him into the lineup? Remember we had we had uh, Griffith, Griffith and Everson Griffith, Griffith, Everson Griffin, and we had uh, Ro- Robeson. So we had our two defensive ends set, but obviously Daniel Hunter made an impression and took over the job from Robeson. He ended up his sophomore, his second year with 12 and a half sacks. Uh, in 2017, he had seven sacks, kind of a dip there a little bit. And he took off in 2018 and 19, I believe, made the Pro Bowl. Let me see. Got an asterisk here. Let me see if he. I'm pretty sure those were Pro Bowl years, but he ended up having 14 and a half sacks both years. So he was looking to make a big impression in 2020 and hurt his neck in preseason. Remember Mike Zimmer said he tweaked it. I apologize for the coffin. Well, Daniel Hunter famously said interesting when uh, people talked about his situation on Twitter. It wasn't a good look for us. It didn't endear him to Zimmer. To say he tweaked it and he ends up being out of the season. You know, a player has pride. You say, hey, he tweaked it. You think he'd be back in the game right away. Apparently it was a much um, more impactful injury. Well, he showed he recovered from it. Ended up starting the season. Played seven games. Ended up with six sacks in 2021. Torres Pectoral was out for the rest of the season. And we missed him greatly. We still had a lot of sacks for a team. I think we were first most of the season. I think we might have finished second in the league in sacks. I think that's right. Twenty In 2019, he was voted 
Uh, had the fifth most votes for Defensive Player of the Year. And he did make, yes, he did make the Pro Bowl in 2018-2019. So that's Daniel's Hunter, Daniel Hunter's record with us. Now, based on Ian Rappaport's report, he's either looking like we're going to extend him, trade him, cut him, or let him play through his original contract. So he recently restructured his contract. It gave him an extension to where he's got a cap hit of $26 million this year. That's quite a bit. He uh, has a cap hit next year of $8 million. Again, the big thing is the signing bonus due. It's eighteen five, and whether or not we want to give it to him. Now, the, they added two void years where we're going to eat two, um, about $2.24 million in 24-25. Cutting Daniil Hunter would cost uh, $7, 7 million, Well, his dead cap money would be $7,480,000, but we'd save nineteen. So that is an option. I think uh, I think most likely it would be trade over that, and depending on what we do with Cousins, Daniel Hunter may we may work on him as a restructure or extension. He is coming off. He is coming off an injury. He's t- going to be 28 in this league year. The Vikings know what he's like. What other teams risk on him? How much money could he make with them? He may want to do the safe route because he has been injured the past two years. Maybe sign a shorter deal. Make him a free agent at 30. There's a lot to think about with Daniel Hunter. Now, a lot of the defensive coordinators that I'll probably talk about in my next podcast that we're looking to bring in have a history in a 3-4 defense. Now, Daniel Hunter most likely is considered a traditional third uh, 4-3 defensive end. However, he has such great speed and athleticism that you could easily see him standing up in a four in a 3-4 defense or being an edge rusher in a 3-4 defense. You would love it, love to have seen Anthony Barr in a 3-4 defense being an edge rusher. But imagine imagine that if we kept a Neil Hunter and Anthony Barr had them playing um, playing outside linebacker, that'd be that'd be quite a sight. Two extremely athletic edge rushers. They'd have been perfect for a three-four defense, most likely. Well, you know, Daniel Hunter, maybe, maybe not. Who knows what is, you know, if he could guard a running back in the flat or a tight end in the flat. Who knows? But we'll see who we hire and who the what we do with Daniel Hunter. So that, that's it for today. I wanted to talk about Daniel Hunter, what his situation is. I'd love to keep him a Viking. I think most of us would. And that's it for today. I'm your host, David Shelsky. You can follow me at Skull, or at, on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. Talk to you soon.